Welcome to Hey Girl. I'm your host, Bill Janice. Join me every week where I sit down with one of my amazing and talented friends who are experts in their field, and we have a little chat. All right, welcome to this episode of Hey Girl. I'm your host, Bill Janice. I have a really fun show for you guys today. I'm sitting here with an amazing talent. He is the owner of Showboy Bake Shop here in Las Vegas, but you've also seen him on the Food Network many times, uh, whether it be on Cupcake Wars, um, Macy's Thanksgiving Cake Spectacular, Wedding Cake Championship, and you have also seen him win Cake Wars. This is Stephen Lowry. Hey girl, how you doing? Hey, hey girl. hey girl, I'm good. How are you? <laughs> Thank you so much for doing this. It's so good to see you. And, and you too. Yeah. It's been a long time. It's been a while, but but you know what? We, you've definitely you've kept busy. You you're, you're definitely succeeding at all of the, these fabulous things since last time I saw you. Oh, we're definitely trying. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, honey, you're 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 winning. You're definitely winning. I, I can tell you that. <laughs> So let's just dive right in. So, you know, you are from London and, you know, tell me, just tell me, walk us through a little bit of your journey that what, what brought you here to Las Vegas? For sure. I mean, you know, for me, like coming to Vegas was not really like something that I was um, ever really planning on. You know, I'm originally from London, not that you can tell, but um, I, yeah. <laughs> I, I left London to do, yeah. Um, I left London to do cruise ships as kind of, you know, a lot of people do like their first job and a bunch of us just kind of decided to move to Vegas after, you know, the contract was over and uh, that's really what brought me here. I didn't know if I would get a job, if I would be able to work or what, but um, it all kind of worked out for me. So um, starting as a, as a professional dancer, obviously, this is what brought you to Las Vegas and how, what year, when, what year was that? If you don't mind me asking, when did you come here? I got, I moved here in 2006. So my guy, okay. it's been nearly 15 years. That's gross. I know. Well, I came in, I came in 05. So yeah, we're around the same, we're kind of on the same um, journey. Yeah. <laughs> at least yeah. Vegas journey, at least. <laughs> <laughs> so help me, walk me through just even just how you, you know, you obviously you've probably always had a passion for uh, baking where did you train? Where did you, you know, start really uh, mastering that craft? And then, which obviously also led into opening this business that's obviously been very successful for you here in Las Vegas. Um, you know, it's funny. I, I never was really into like cooking or baking or, you know, like making dinner at home is just, you know, you do it. It's not really something that I ever had like a, a passion for. And it wasn't until I started doing shows in Vegas, you know, two shows at night, but literally nothing to do all day. Um, and I was just watching Food Network TV shows that had like, you know, cake artists on there. And a lot of them were like very skilled, very like old school pastry chefs. But then this one show um, that kind of made uh, Duff famous, the Ace of Cakes, that show came out. And all of a sudden I was like, these people are like, they're not cake artists and they're making these cakes. And they came from a different background. I put my creative spin on something that's not dancing during the day. And um, I just literally started like fooling around with like fondant and baking and seeing if I could put anything together. Looking back now, it's hilarious to see what I made because I thought it was so good. I was so proud of it. And now I look back and I'm like, <laughs> oh my God. 
do you do you have photos like do you actually have photos of some of that like those first yeah, creations do. and they're cringe like beyond cringe <laughs> <laughs> so you're so you're you're basically what you're telling me is you're self-taught yes yeah i never went to school for um any of this stuff yeah but i mean i mean you can tell me if you agree but i feel like a lot of dancers a lot of people kind of once they put their mind to something they just figure it out and it's usually you know at least passable if not you know um if it's not perfect but <laughs> <laughs> i like i like the way you said that you said it's at least passable <laughs> <laughs> you know <laughs> like it'll do <laughs> it'll be fine we figured it out <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I think that you're you've definitely done more than passable at, <laughs> at well, <baking. laughs> So do, that should would, wouldn't that be funny if you made that what if you made that your little tagline under your logo? Passable cupcakes. Passable. No. <laughs> passable. Or you know, at least it's passable. Could be worse. <laughs> <laughs> no, of course not. I mean, it's I mean it's only funny because it's so absurd because your your creations are amazing. So that's insane. Actually, I I'm, oh, I'm so you. impressed. I honestly had, I actually really didn't know that you were that you were so self taught. I I thought that I I guess I assumed that maybe when I knew you as a dancer that you already were also um a skilled baker and you were just I I think I just like you were just you were just doing both you know what I mean <laughs> yeah absolutely no, totally because I mean I kind of was but it was you know people would come to me with a project uh, a, a cake or cupcakes whatever and be like can you do this and I'd be like yeah like literally I'll figure it out and you know yeah. it, it was funnily enough I feel like you all kind of started with with um, our friend Brandy when she was getting married and it actually yes. it was also the last night of the Polly's Bergere I just I happen to remember that's that right that night. that's right and she ordered a wedding cake from me, which was very sweet of her because she had no clue whether or not I was going to be able to do this wedding cake. And just on a, literally on a whim, I decided to print out a little card to put with the cake that said, like, thank you, congratulations. And um, I was like, it'd be cool if I had, like, a logo or a name. And I used that hilarious photo of me in, like, lipstick and eyelashes from the cabaret photo shoot we did ages ago. And I love and I that photo shoot, by the way. Like, Oh my God, me too. I mean, it's great. I use that picture still to this day. Um, and that was just how like the brand kind of started. Because I was like, showboy cakes, like that works. I like that. It's quick and easy. And everyone at this wedding will know exactly what that means, you know? So it kind of right, was just right, something right. I did like literally right before I, you know, uh, delivered the wedding cake. I was like, I'm just going to add this little touch. And I kind of, you know, started it all, I guess. And that was, and, that, and then the rest is history. No. <laughs> the rest is her story. <laughs> I love that. You know, I love that. Well, no, and I think for me at least, and I don't know, maybe because I I do know you, um, or at least have I I knew you back then. You know, <laughs> like I I I love at least my perception of it is that I also love that you have successfully not only transitioned, um, but um, uh, combined two really wonderful like personal passions of yours, and made them cohesive with each other. So I think that, and I think that that reads. I mean, I think even you know, I think people whether they realize it or not i think people can pick up on that you know this is gonna sound really cliche but don't they always say the most the the most important ingredient is love when you're, <laughs> when you're exactly exactly but no i i think you're I, I agree with you on that because i feel like you know people always in interviews a lot people will say like what sets you apart and i like i really i think it's the fact that i didn't go to the same pastry school as everybody else and i'm not I'm not really doing things the same way as everybody else. I just kind of do it my own way. And 
Um, and I like that. I think people like that. Yeah. No, yeah, people, I think people pick up on it. Like I said, whether they realize it or not, you know, people are intuitive uh, to a degree, you know, and I think it just, your passion shines through very strongly. And not to mention the work that you produce is quite stunning and amazing. I have to say, um, I mean, we're going to get there. I, we're going to talk about some uh, cake wars, but um, just even in general, like I know, you know, your attention to detail, at least again, I'm, you know, I'm not a food critic. I'm a self-proclaimed food critic. So, <laughs> <laughs> so from my, from my opinion, you know, your attention to detail is, is very stunning for whatever it's worth. <laughs> well, thank you very much. I appreciate that. <laughs> um, so what, it, and, and I love that. So you were just, you know, just playing around at home. I mean, cause I do, I remember, I think, and I think that's what's great about a lot of us uh, performers or artists. It, it, whether you are a performing artist or not, I think artists are more prone to support each other than maybe in other industries, at least maybe from my perspective. Um, no, I, yeah, and, totally. They're kind of like the first people on site when you, you know, a new project or, you know, if there's a, a charity event or like donating their time, whatever. Yeah. Um, it's a very, it's a very kind industry, even though it's such a cutthroat industry. <laughs> right. It's, it's, it's a double, it's the, 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 you know, it, it cuts both ways. Exactly. Definitely. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think, no, it, and that's what I think was really wonderful about, you know, when I look back at, you know, we, you and I both mentioned that we've been in Las Vegas for about 15 years. And I, I think when I look back on, you know, um, that time, you know, a lot of the people that I met, you, you know, including you and, you know, um, the people from the Rio and people from Follies or people from Jubilee or whatnot, you know, obviously so many years down the line, we've a lot, a good majority of us have uh, moved on to other careers and been successful in other things. But I love that. I do remember in the beginning, we were all the ones encouraging each other to do whatever that was. Like you said, I remember, I do remember people specifically ordering cakes and cupcakes for you from you for birthdays mm -hmm. or events or whatever. And you yeah. were making them in your kitchen, like you know, just in your home kitchen. Totally. <laughs> and it's, and it's nice. It's, it, it becomes almost like your own little social network. Um, especially if you're sure. in a company like a, you know, whether it was Beretainment or Jubilee, whatever, it does become like this little network of, of support. Totally, 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 totally. I love it. So, um, and the, wait, so let me ask really quick. Does, but you're, so you've been in Vegas for, 15, for about 15 years. Does your family still live in London? Yeah, my whole family's still in England. Oh my gosh, how often do you get back to visit? You know, actually, this is a, this is a horrible thing to say, but and my first time back since I moved here was last year. Oh, wow. Well, I mean, have they, they've come here to visit at least, right? Yeah, my mom and dad have been here and, and they, you know, they came and they've seen the shop and, and the house and kind of, you know, just, I think they just wanted to check up on my life and make sure I was, you know, doing all right. Um, but yeah, right. otherwise it's been, um, it's been, and mostly, you know, because when I was performing, you, you can vouch for this, you don't get a lot of time off. And when you do, you don't get paid for the most part in Vegas. So it was always like, I can't totally. afford, yeah. I couldn't afford to take the time off. And then on top of it, afford to fly home. And, you know, there's a lot of, ha a lot of stuff yeah. happened with my family. You know, I was meeting nieces and nephews for the first time last year. Wow. And, um, it was, and it was wonderful. I'm so glad we went. Oh, I love it. Well, yeah, no, we definitely, we definitely make a lot of sacrifices as artists uh, uh, and throughout that process. Um, but it looks like it's working out really good for you. So bravo. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> I love it. So talk to me then. Is, so then, um, you know, now 
your business is growing. What, what possessed you to, or inspired you, I guess is a better way to say it, to open up uh, the, the actual bakery in the bake shop? Was it, is it just because you were actually um, getting so many requests and so many orders that it just made sense? Or was it always a lifelong passion of you to have your own business like this? It definitely, I mean, I guess a little bit of both, because I definitely felt I got to a certain point in time where I was like, I would love to have my own bakery, you know, my own little cupcake shop, not really knowing that, you know, a little cupcake shop and a business are like two very different things. You know, it's not, it's not. Um, <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I just want to frost my cupcakes and throw some glitter on it and have fun and then be done for the day. <laughs> exactly. And then all of a sudden you find yeah, and now, but then all of a sudden you, you open it and you're like, I'm also great, I'm the accountant and I'm also, um, you know, the person that's ordering everything and, and moving everything and doing everything. So, um, but uh, it just, yeah, one day myself and Jared were just like, why don't we just work for ourselves? Like we've got this little business that we're doing from home um, and making, it was making us enough, you know, money that we felt like we could do it. And there was this space in the, the Anthem location that you've come to before. It used to be a coffee shop we came to all the time. And I remember saying to, um, to Jared, I was like, if it ever opens up, I would love my cupcake shop there on that corner by Seven Hills. And then it did. And we were like, let's just do it. Let's find out what it entails. And um, we just went for it. Yes. Yeah. I love that. You know, you got, that's inspiring to hear. You definitely, you manifested it for sure. The, the, oh, yeah. Even the, down to the exact location. You were like, that's yeah. where I'm going to have my bakery. I love that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and what was that, what was that process like? I mean, getting it, cause you've been open now for like, you've been open for like almost 10 years. No, I'm overshooting it. How long have you been open? Uh, seven. We've been open seven. Seven. Okay. Well, I wasn't too far off. But... No, not too bad. <laughs> Wow, seven years. So what was... Um, the, the process, I was just going to say the process of it was um, it really it just comes down to, you know, it, it, took, it took months to get it ready to open. Um, you know, acquiring a space that isn't quite exactly what you need it to be. So obviously like construction and, and decorating and stuff like that. But, you know, even now I feel like we've been open seven years, but I still find things, you know, in the retail area that I change or I adjust or, you know, like looking at the pictures from the opening day and it was like basically empty. And now seven years later, yeah. it's like I've lived here for 400 years. There's like so much stuff. I love it. Well, yeah, tell, why don't we like also too, since we're talking about it now, go just kind of also for maybe people who, you know, don't live in Las Vegas um, and can't like physically come into the shop. Why don't you just even like walk us through, like people through the vision of, Showboy Bake Shop. Like, you know, when they come in, what are they going to see and what kind of experience they're going to have? The thing about Showboy is, you know, you obviously you've got a name that doesn't quite, you know, make it clear that we're a cupcake shop. You know, we added Bake Shop. That's helpful. But, you know, people see Showboy and they're like, I wonder what that's about. <laughs> You're so, like, we, we added it in begrudgingly. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so, you know, you walk in the doors and it's literally like you've just walked into a theater. There's, you know, hardwood floors, big red velvet drapes. Um, I, I, I like a, the curtain of a show. Exactly. And that's what I wanted. I wanted people to walk in and get that instant feeling of like, you know, something you're about to see something cool, basically. Oh, yes, absolutely. Well, yeah, no, the, definitely. I, you know, you've definitely executed that vision well. You know, I... I when I walked in, I was blown away. And it does, it really does kind of take you into that space. I think that there is too, and you, you'll agree, 
there is a certain emotion or feeling within anybody when they walk into a theater. Like, you know, when they're walking mm-hmm. in to go see a show or go um, have an experience like that, that it kind of ignites something in you. And so I love that you've been able to, yeah. you know, um, what's the word, I guess, fuse that together with, with your, your cakes. And you know, cause it's funny when we, when we were talking about opening the shop, we obviously like, we already had this little following of like the showboy cakes and it really was like, are we going to be better off going like something more mainstream, you know, you know, call it like, you know, something cakes or, you know, go browns and pinks and your traditional bakery colors. But there was just something like that was nagging in me that was like, just stick to what you know, like keep yeah. your, your vision and be true your, to your passion. Um, be true to your passion. And I think, and then from that, I was able to create the space, like you said, that gives you that, um, that storytelling vibe. And I could translate it to my menu. You know, you, you come over to the, the counter to buy your cupcakes and there's the bombshell and the show off and the headliner and the director, like all the cupcakes yes. have like names and their themes. And it's, you know, it's, just, it's different. It's something that people, no one's done it before. No, and that's true. And you re- and you definitely you're killing it. Again, it's it's I love it. And I think I think you were really right to to keep the name of Showboy. And I mean, mm-hmm. come on, what better place in the world than Las Vegas to actually have a business called Showboy? <laughs> Showboy exactly. anything. And you know, you know what's always funny too? I think about this all the time because um I always I watched this movie. I you've probably seen it. Um you're probably in it. Um oh, the, the show, Wait, the show am I in it? What? <laughs> <laughs> no, probably. What movie? Um, have you, it's called Showboy. Have you never seen it? Oh, you know what? I <laughs> I'm not in that movie, but yes, I have seen it. <laughs> and you know, I what I saw it when I was on the ships, and I knew I was moving to Vegas. And someone said, "Oh, you got to watch this movie because you know when you get to Vegas, you'll be a showboy and whatever." And then right. it's it's the story of that guy trying to get trying into to get Jubilee, a show. right? Yeah. And and then he's not a dancer, and it's it's a, a hilarious kind of almost mockumentary style, but I don't think anyone knew it was mockumentary. Right. And then at the end of the movie, he got hired to wave from the back of the <laughs> riverboat and show in the sky. And I was like, oh my God, that's so embarrassing. <laughs> Cut to me moving to Vegas. And my first job was standing on the back of the riverboat, waving. <laughs> <laughs> it was awesome. <laughs> it was awesome. I love so, it. You- I felt like so boy just, you know, it kind of, it started my Vegas career. I was like, I'm just right. going to go on with it. You're like, Showboy did, I didn't pick Showboy, Showboy picked me. No. <laughs> exactly. Listen, no, I, I, I think that's hilarious because it is, it's so true. It's like, you know, we always, because I've had moments like that as well, where I, I look at maybe something or a job or whatever, and I'm like, oh, who would want to do that? And then cut to <laughs> a couple months later, I'm doing that exact job, but honey. hundred <laughs> percent. Like, I think, I think about the, like the survival jobs that I've done here from like, you know, I got hired one time to be, um, like the the Caesar's Palace, like the Centaurs or whatever they're called. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Oh my God! I went and had my fitting, and they gave me my little, you know, my little dress and my sash <laughs> and my crown. And then they handed me a bunch of like flyers for like the total rewards program. They're like, so you're gonna stand at the entrance of the mall and hand these out. I was like, oh, I thought we were like doing like a show. Right. You're like, no. I was actually, I've been doing a lot of character development. I'm fine. <laughs> I'm ready. And they're like, great. Here, pass these out. <laughs> yeah, just just hand out these flyers and. And I'd find myself like... And I bet you you killed it. You were amazing. (laughs) Well, you know, after the first day, when I found out that you probably should wear some shorts under that thing, because (laughs) all the drunk people love to lift the skirt. 
then it was okay. But until then, it was, you know, not so fun. <laughs> oh, girl. <laughs> I love it. Well, yeah, well, yeah, because when I met you, you were, you were doing Show in the Sky. You, you had moved to the main stage, though. You weren't waving on the float at, at that point. <laughs> yes, they, yeah, they, they very kindly moved me down to the, the stage show once. I think they realized that I, you know was a dancer <laughs> yes no you were fat you were fabulous i loved it and like i and listen i was in the pit serving drinks while you guys were dancing so i wasn't doing really anything better at the time again survival jobs Honey. survival jobs well we and it is so funny i we you know i um we, you know it, when i again when i think about the people that the, the actually the amount of wonderful people that i think we all met from working at the Rio during that time, you know, like, Oh yeah, there's, it's really, I think remarkable. And I, I mean, so, and I know that's probably only something maybe you and I will understand. I'm not trying to alienate the audience right now, but I just had to mention that, you know? <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, too, cause it was, it, what was kind of fun about the program. And, and for those who don't know, the entertainment program was literally um, like serving cocktails and dancing once an hour, unless you were me or Bill. And then it was like dancing once a month. Um, <laughs> <laughs> don't tell anybody that no <laughs> um, but um, honey we were we were more into just give me my money we needed to make our money we weren't gonna dance if we weren't getting money <laughs> yeah it was it was i mean it was you know basically uh, you're a cocktail server and the vegas audience are wanting you know girls in skimpy outfits and then along come these dancer boys in their bowling right. shirts and they're just like please just know Girl, do you remember those shirts? Oh my God, those shirts. Okay, first of all, they had this weird, okay, I don't, I know there's a name for like the, the cut of the, the jacket, but I can't think of it right now. Can, but the, it was almost like the shirt was like asymmetrically cut and it had a very low, what would, I, what would have been like a low V-neck, but like plunging neckline, but it was asymmetrical. So the, the V kind of almost exposed your like left nipple. Like if it didn't go straight down your neckline. Yeah. <laughs> and it was really because weird. it was like, like double breasted is that the word like it you had to like click it on one it was side double yeah it, it, it was almost like a double breasted suit jacket because you had to when you buttoned it you had to kind of do like that weird button on the inside that nobody could see you know <laughs> yeah um for no reason it. like they, the shirt could just put a stopped in the middle well that's yeah but, that's exactly exactly what i was what i what i think of when i think of it it was, it was almost like that they started something and then they ran out of fabric and they're like well never mind that's what that's what you're wearing that's it that, that there it is boys you that's know? what it is oh i know i just can't uh, it was just um one of the worst jobs honestly i think i've ever had and then um on top of that <laughs> if you ever describe it to someone like we are right now they literally just laugh their their heads off because they, <laughs> they do, do. you're mean, literally like yeah i had to dance on top of slot machines like yeah. that was my job for eight hours a day right <laughs> <laughs> they do well you know amanda moo i actually i did an interview with her and we touched we touched touched a little bit on bedvertainment as well because there's just no way there's no way around it we have to talk about it but um she exactly she described it really well she said it was the best worst job she ever had or so, i think it's how she said it, you know, because it was yeah. it was not yeah it was it was all those things but there were there were some good elements to it, and we met we met each other, and we met other great friends, and you exactly. know, a lot of came from. Now I'm curious, what other what other really bad survival jobs have you had here in Las Vegas? Um, let's see. I did. Um, I mean, survival jobs. You know, like the flyering thing. Um, yeah. I did that for a lot of the shows when in between, and then um, I did I did a show at the Paris, like on the casino floor. We literally like were dressed like. Um, 
like employees and staff of the Paris Hotel. And we pushed around this bell cart that was a complete sound system. And we would just stop in the middle of slot machines and and put on this show. Kind of like a flash mob? Kind of like a flash mob, but actually somebody had put this together for real. Like, (laughs) I I don't know how this show got like pitched or greenlit or what, but, um, and it was just, you would start dancing and people would just look at you in horror like what are you doing i'm trying to play the goldfish like what the heck oh my god yeah i love it (laughs) girl listen i you know what the worst i ever did um it it wasn't even performing but one of my worst survival jobs i i was i worked for i was a food delivery server server like driver where i worked for a company called restaurants on the run and it was kind of it was kind of basically like i guess like um Grubhub and DoorDash now, but before that, you know, sure, like, yeah. you know, like, um, so that was not a proud moment, but, <laughs> but you survived it and you're here. I survived it. <laughs> yep. Here we are. Okay. So, all right. So now we have to get to this, like, you know, everybody, you know, I want to know, I want to know, I want to know all the juice. I want to know everything. So talk to me about, uh, Cake Wars and, so the first time you were on, you were first runner up, and then you came back and killed it and won, and won your, on your second appearance, correct? Yes, yeah. And you know, so it's funny. what was, go ahead. It, it's, um, well, ask your question. Okay. <laughs> that might help. <laughs> What'd you say? I said that might help, actually. <laughs> if you ask your question, go ahead. <laughs> it's okay. So, okay, no, I, I so, okay. <clears throat> So with Cake Wars, I want to know, you know, what, I want to know just kind of what the experience was like, but like the real deal. Don't give me the pageant answer. Tell me, sure. tell me about the real like, stress. What was it like, the, the actual process of filming? How long does it take, you know, how long does it take to film each episode, et cetera, et cetera. Give me the real tea, honey. Okay. So for Cake, first of all, the thing that anyone should know about doing a Food Network competition show is that it is lit- literal hell. And then... <laughs> sorry the, <laughs> i love it the whole time you're doing it you're you're like you'll say you'll never do anything like this again in your life and then um three weeks later they call you back and you're like okay i'm coming like it's you <laughs> you know what i mean like you think you think it's worse than it is in the moment but then afterwards you kind of look back and you're like that was cool and i did a lot for my business and i had fun and whatever and then you get back and, sure, and you hate sure. it all over again but but we keep going back so um you know i'm Obviously not, I don't hate it that much, but, um, so they mostly film in LA, um, and they, you know, you can drive in if you want to drive in, or if you want to fly in, they'll fly you in. But the thing you have to know about these shows is that they, they allow you to bring whatever you think you need to win the competition. So if you have like certain ingredients you might want to use in, you know, your big challenge take, or if you've got a certain type of fondant you prefer to use, it's not what they have on set. Um, if you want to use your mixer and not their mixer, you have to bring it all with you. So a lot of people end oh, up. wow. Yeah. So a lot of people end up spending a lot of money shipping stuff from like the East Coast to LA just so they can have it. Just to get there. Yeah. And I mean, I've learned. Wow, I didn't um, know that. The funny thing is cut to the last show we did, which was last year. And we actually had to go to New York for it, which was, oh God, I'll tell you about that too. Because that was an insane like 48 hours. But literally we, we had t- a suitcase each. And we packed it with all the stuff we needed. We had the outfit we got on the plane, an outfit to do the show, and an outfit to come home in. That was it, in our backpack. Like, we were like, oh my God. I hate nothing. <laughs> I don't need anything. Um, 
but so um okay back to cake wars when you um so you arrived there the day before and they give you like a prep day in in a kitchen that's outside of the studio because while you're on your prep day the people that had their prep day yesterday are now filming their episode so it's like this rotation of you know because it's like oh i see but they're not the people that you're competing with because they're on a different episode they're exactly just... this is like a whole got it, got it. Yeah. like a whole separate episode yeah their I production think... schedule is overlapping yeah exactly so outside of the studio they've set up a kitchen just like you you're going to have it on the show and you you know you get to like get all your stuff out and put it where you want it and kind of get a feel of the kitchen so that when that when they finish filming the episode ahead of you then they clean it all up and then they move you in there ready for the morning so it's like this kind of like turnover sure. okay sense. um and yeah. then from that from that point on, you're, you know, you're released until the morning and they pick you up at like 5 a.m. and um, they get you to the studio where you literally, you, I mean, you do a lot of sitting around waiting for it to start and stuff. But once the competition starts, it's, an, it's through to the end. Like it's all real time. And it's exactly what it, what it looks like on, on TV. It is that stressful. It is that yeah. like, you know, high uh, anxiety driven. 100%. Three hours or whatever it yeah. is. So, and usually like with Cake Wars, I think the first round is like 45 minutes and that's when you bake like the small challenge cake and then they kind of- The batter up challenge. The batter up challenge and they send somebody home, I think. Um, and then- <laughs> You're like, I can't remember if they sent anyone home because I've never gone home in the first round. <laughs> Very nearly, but never. Um, but uh, yeah, no, no. They, they send someone home and then they usually- go to like a, a lunch break for the for the crew and you know they're trying to give you lunch but you like you want to throw up because you're about to do a competition um sure and sure. then um they they take you straight in and from the second they set the challenge until until the timer stops like it's just go 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 yeah do you know okay so i have to ask okay so i don't know <laughs> I might get in a little trouble for saying this or asking this, but I, I have to. <laughs> I don't know if you're friends with him or not. And I really don't mean any shade because I don't know him at all as a person. I don't know him at all. But, uh, but uh, the host, Jonathan Bennett, like he, so there are times when I'm watching the show um, that, I mean, I know for myself, if I'm under like kind of under the gun or I'm working under pressure or I have, you know, this crazy time limit and there's a lot of, there's a lot at stake for whatever reason, whatever it looks like. I mean, granted, I've never been on a, a competition television show where there's a lot of money at stake, but you know, mm. I, sometimes I think my life is that important. <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Sure, sure. But no, my point is, but the point I'm trying to get to is that sometimes when he's like, you know, just kind of doing his own thing over there that I feel like that would be a huge distraction. At least like, you know, when he's, they, they, they always cut to him doing something kind of silly for uh, like where he's mm -hmm. just kind of placating to the camera. But I feel like sure. if I was stressed and trying to make my cake, I would be hating on him so much. <laughs> was he really that distracting or is that just kind of played up for TV? Um, it's funny because so they, they, the way that they film it is, you know, the host and the judges are there, just how you see them. And then um, they'll start the competition, set it up, and then the everybody leaves it's just the crew and the cake 
sure. um, artists working on the tables. And then you have a producer who's like, you, he's a producer for you. I think it might have been one for me and one for Jared each because they have to make sure that you're doing all the things they need you to do. For example, a lot of people go silent and they start making their cakes, but they need you to talk. And if you don't talk, they'll make you talk. And that's even worse because it's not oh, your sure. train of thought. So um, but that's the one thing I learned with that is just, Whatever I'm doing, if I'm just if I'm dying fondant yellow, I will talk about how I'm dying it yellow because they'll leave me alone. I'm talking, that's all they want. So then, so Jonathan, <laughs> you figured out the tricks of the trade here. Oh now. <laughs> gosh, yeah, I've got many secrets for that. Um, but so Jonathan and, and the judges will leave, and then usually about thirty minutes before the competition ends, they'll do the whole like thirty minutes, and everyone freaks out. Right, right. And then they'll bring the judges back in to like look at what you're doing, talk about what you're doing. And then they film all of those little things that Jonathan does in one go, like, you know, which is really Got it. And it's not it's not really distracting because you you're kind of like so focused at that point that you know that something's going on but sure. you're not really watching it. But the thing that is really hard is because they're trying to get that all done in the last thirty minutes or so, they start doing time calls out of sync for the episode. So all of a sudden, oh, no. they'll be like, yeah, so there'll be like two hours to go. And you're like, it starts really like, and you really only have like, your mind. Now. you're like, no, I know it's only 30 minutes. And yeah, so, so that's when it gets a bit distracting. But otherwise, you don't, you know, you're not too aware of what's going on up front. Yeah, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, of course, I, I didn't, I couldn't imagine that they were really sitting there for the full, you know, two hours or three hours. But um, so I knew that they had, they probably left and came back at some point. I just, yeah, it just, I still, I feel, but again, you, I, I've mentioned this, this to you before, you, you actually are, I kind of envy you uh, that this quality that you actually do tend to stay calm about a lot of things under pressure at least from what at least from what i remember and i'm pretty high strung so i think i would be going crazy it's funny though because if they I were am... calling out the wrong time limits and i'd be like what? oh yeah it's it's it is all really... of a sudden i would turn into shangela and i'd go what no. <laughs> yeah <laughs> um we'll see a couple of death drops um but, um, <laughs> oh my god <laughs> but Girl, it, it, you the next time you go on you have to do a death drop the minute the the time is up you have to oh, just be like shablam can you imagine that would be amazing i'll probably break like both my knees it would be in amazing. the process um <laughs> use the ten thousand dollars to get knee replacement surgery um but uh <laughs> but no and you know what's funny too though because like the judges they even though they're not sitting there for the whole competition they do I want to say maybe even like every hour they do a walk around and um because I, I believe if i'm not mistaken they i forgot the name of it they have a room it's called like te tele television alley or something they call it and i think everyone watches it from from there rather than in person so they they watch the whole episode so they know what's happening they're just not at that I table see. the whole time but then they walk through sometimes with the critiques and you really want to like answer back but at the same time you're like in this situation like i am not the professional they're the professional i have to take your advice as the person that i am i can't just you know even though i want to be like you try it like see what you can do in four hours right. i would not <laughs> <laughs> well you you obviously handled it well because you won that ten thousand dollars girl <laughs> yes you sure did and then you know what's funny it they tell you that um it the, the episode has to air before you get the money and we randomly got this check for ten thousand dollars and our episode hadn't aired yet, literally nearly tore it up and threw it in the trash. Like it was one of those, you know, you can get some small business loan or whatever. And as I'm like about to tear it up, Jared's like, that's so super delicious. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> 
<laughs> so that would have so been- wait, you so but you get the so wait, you got the check before you were allowed to tell people yes. that you won. Right? Yeah. And oh, I, I think right, it, I it, it. it just must have been a case of, you know, the accountant was like, let's just square everything out now rather than wait per episode. Because usually you don't get paid right, until right, right. the episode's been on, you know? So that was kind of fun. My my favorite part of those of these episodes is just that that ten five to ten seconds of sheer anxiety when you guys have to carry your cakes to the podium oh. um and and i i'm kind of okay and i'm not trying to sound evil um i didn't this didn't happen with you guys so it has nothing to do with you but <laughs> but when i watch the the shows i i really i'm kind of only halfway evil because i am i live for it and i think it's hilarious when some of the cakes are wobbling and i'm kind of like internally kind of like oh my god fall 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 but then for the ones that but then immediately if somebody's cake like there have been some people's cakes who have just crumbled yeah um and w- then i immediately feel remorseful and i'm like oh i do feel bad for him so i'm only halfway evil <laughs> exactly only halfway and you know it's it's funny too because they um the drama is like is real because they they give you the board to put your cake on and the board is the exact same size as the table which is about an inch deep so you've got to put it in the table, not on the table. Yeah. So, like, normally you could just- That's fit, hard. It's really hard because your fingers get stuck in it and you're trying to get- And a, a part of me is like, I'm pretty sure this is on purpose for that whole, like, sure. wibbly wobbly drama of, you know, what's going to happen. <laughs> but you know, actually, we I... did have, we had a crumble cake um, on Wedding Cake Championship. Okay, so yeah, so talk to me. So now, okay, so now moving on to more to more of your fabulous television appearances. Talk, talk to me about Wedding Cake Championship. The Wedding Cake Championship was, I think, probably one of my favorite ones we did because we got to go, first of all, we filmed it in like, uh, in Malibu. And they- um, Oh my God, I love it. You know who else, you know who, you know who lives in Malibu? Cher. No. Cher, <laughs> that is true. She does. I did not see her that day. Um, but, That's okay. but it's funny because we filmed we filmed in a vineyard across from the the bachelor house we filmed it in malibu and they um they i think they wanted to kind of set it up more like the british baking show the great british baking show which is like done in a tent outside um so okay. and it was gorgeous but hot humid and outside oh, sure. so and it, you know we're Nobody makes cakes outside anyway, but we're from Vegas where it's like effing hot. So we know how to handle cakes in this weather. But um, we, so we made our cake in the first round or the first episode and literally some, some elements of it weren't working. So we switched our design very quickly because we only had like an hour left. And then they, this did not, they never did this again, but right after that episode, the competition ended they were like okay we have to go to union break for the crew we'll come back from okay. judging in an hour so of course the cakes all sat in this tent for an hour in the oh, like, no. like afternoon sun and so by the time we got our cakes to the front because it had two big like heads like busts on top and there's there's mm-hmm. a there's a meme you can find or a, a gif that the food network created out of it literally as we're talking the heads just fall off onto the floor <gasps> in front of oh my gosh will you send it to me yeah 100 percent. it's it's so it was so embarrassing at the time and i was like that is it like we are going home and oh that's okay that's fine you know we deserve <laughs> that and then so when we got back for the final judging and we did not get sent home i mean i 
I was literally like Catherine McPhee in American Idol when Chris Daughtry got kicked yeah, off and yeah. it was not her. I was like, ah! like how is it not us <laughs> going home? Um, and then from that point on, I kind of figured out, you know, the what to do about the humidity and the um, and the temperature and just um well, because that's yeah that's definitely an added challenge that you know w- with from a production uh standpoint that you didn't that why would you account for that you know like right. you're not used to you know when you're in the middle of making your cake all of a sudden oh you know what you have to stop working for an hour and let your cake sit out in the fuck excuse me in the in the sun <laughs> and you know and that was that was one of those moments i mentioned earlier where like as i'm being judged and and critiqued by the judges I wanted to like answer them back because they were like you know you should have done this but you don't make cakes outside either like you know they said to me like you're in Malibu you should have accounted for the but I also wouldn't have come to Malibu on my own accord and made a cake in the middle of the mountains like who does that you know, right, right, they don't right. do that. so it was kind of hard but um as usual I just I agreed with them and moved on <laughs> I love it. So then, and then, so then tell me about the Macy's Thanksgiving Cake Spectacular. Okay. Macy's Thanksgiving Cake Spectacular was by far the, the best um, experience because, first of oh, all, wow. they, they, I love it. they got a hold of us. I think they had pretty much cast the show and the Food Network came back to them and said, we want Stephen and Jared, call them, is what they told us. So it was kind of nice that the network actually was like, I remember those two, we want them on the sure. show. Cause it was only four teams of two people each. So like I said, like yeah. it had already been cast. Um, so then they tell us it's going to be filmed in New Jersey. Um, and I was like, I just didn't know how we were going to do that. But what's funny about it is we, we flew in the day before. This is, this is what um, the life of Steven and Jared as the show boys is like. We flew into New Jersey. It. Tell me. So we basically arrived um, at our hotel in the financial district. They were shuttling us to and from New Jersey every day. Um, but instead of just going in and doing the competition like normal people, we literally arrived, saw Moulin Rouge on Broadway, next day filmed the competition, next day filmed the competition, got done early enough that we went back up to Times Square and got tickets to see Pretty Woman, and then we went home. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So it was a bit, of, it I was like it. a crazy 48 hours, but the show was great. And um, this time it was being um, filmed in the the Cake Boss studios, the uh, oh, sure. uh, Buddy. You know how he has like his TV, um, his TV show that he films in um, Hoboken, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, he has that, but he made his own studio that he rents out for these um, TV shows to be filmed in. Nice. So we filmed it there. He was one of the judges, super nice guy. Um, and then Maureen McCormack, Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. She was the host. Oh yeah. Um, and she was lovely, <laughs> lovely. It was, it was a really good experience. Wow, what a great journey you've been <laughs> you've been on. It's been a lot. Um, okay, but it's been worth. It's it. been a lot, but let's again. I mean, you look you you're making. I mean, I don't know. I'm again. I'm not there with you every day, but you're making it look easy. <laughs> oh, thank you. Some days I feel like it is. Some days I do not. <laughs> yeah, 
<laughs> so okay so I, I i would be i'd be a little mad at myself if i didn't ask um and you you know obviously i don't you don't have to share anything you don't want to but i'm you ha definitely have um a pretty large uh or extensive list of celebrity clients and i'm dying to know if you have any fun stories or dirt you want to share with us about <laughs> any of those experiences <laughs> well you know i think um for first of all like for what we do i feel like people um people always need a cake for like any occasion and being in Vegas, right. you know, like, especially with the the show connection from having done shows and, and knowing a lot of people, it just kind of came hand in hand with a lot of the shows, um, you know, sending their, their headliners or whatever our way, whether it was for, you know, a birthday cake or a, a 500 show cake, whatever. Or like the debut of the show or something. Exactly. Yeah. And so, and we have, we've done uh, so many, um, so many of the shows in town just come directly to us. And um, a lot of them have also become friends. Like a really good example is um, like the, the, the human nature guys. Um, I did know them before yeah. when I was in Divas Las Vegas, because they were the show before us. So we always, you know, kind of passed like two ships in the night. Sure, sure. Um, but they, like all four of them, like they come into the shop now with their family, they bring their kids. We do like oh, every, I love it. every birthday cake, anniversary cake, like all that kind of stuff. And, um, and it's, it's nice. happened it's gotten to the point where, you know, we do so many things for them that they, they start to know you. Like uh, my favorite example is how, when JLo was here, we, we basically did like all of her dessert stuff. And from like mm -hmm. day one of her residency till the end, um, we literally were there on the last night and like at her like little backstage party in her room upstairs. I love it. Um, and it was just, it was nice, you know, and, and they, they're so appreciative of you. Um, that you've done all these cakes for them, whether it was like, you know, they needed a quick one for the tour manager or the, you know, the accountant, whoever. And they just, they really, um, I mean, JLo's people in general, her whole team, would, they just treated me and Jared so well all the time. And- um, Oh, that's really nice to hear. It is, because you, you know, you do hear like stories about people and you don't know what's true and, and what's just made up for, you know, the sake of it. But, um, but that was one example of like a person of celebrity who was just so nice to us all the time. I love hearing that. Oh, that's really inspiring to hear because yeah, exactly that. You never know. You never really know. You know right. How, exactly. What, how some of these, some of the people are, um, you know, behind the scenes, I guess, you know, uh, yeah. when the cameras aren't rolling, you know. <laughs> exactly. But she, but she was great. But yeah, we've done, um, like we do like a lot of the drag race people now because a lot of them are, you know, in town or they've, I've worked with them in divas. Um, we, sure. um, a lot of the America's Got Talent um, winners, like Matt Franco, um, Piff, I know he didn't win, but you know, like he's a fan favorite. And then also we get to do a lot of, um, of the Broadway people, like the Broadway community is very um, invested, I feel like, in our little shop, even though we're in Vegas. And I love you know, when, it. whenever we go to New York, it's just kind of a case of like, who are we bringing what for? Like, they always, you know, want yeah. us to bring in something. So yeah, it's been nice. You know, no, that, I love that. And I, I see that on your, you know, on your Instagram stories or your Facebook or Instagram. Uh, yeah, it's totally, you guys have to follow them because you're going to, like, when they go anywhere they go and they're always in this great photo op with a beautiful cake that they made with, you know, some um, Tony Award winning performer <laughs> or, you know, or like you said, or J-Lo or Sarah Michelle Gellar or whoever. No. You know what I, mean? I know that. And it's, it's funny. Like it. And like, as like such a, like an avid Broadway fan, it's always... It, that's the kind of stuff that's insane to me. Like, it's cool that we did JLo and I, and I love that. And I think she's wonderful, but just like with my personal passions, you know, getting to do like, we did Laura Bell Bundy's wedding cake. And I'm like, that's freaking Elle Woods oh, from Broadway. It. Like, it's like that. 
you know so yeah. um and th- and a lot of them have become like friends over time which i love good for you oh that's so exciting do you have i have to ask you do you have um i'm sure you have more than one uh favorite uh but is is there a, a design a cake design or a cake that you've done for one of one of those people that we've just talked about that really you is was your personal favorite oh god it's it's literally like picking like your favorite child um which is i'm sure <laughs> i mean i guess i wouldn't know but i guess that's hard um right. <laughs> I, I think um in terms of um like take the design element out of it i think one of my favorite cakes that I've done for the Broadway community was um, a couple of years ago, we actually got hired by um, Tracy J. Edwards, who is a a Broadway dancer and performer. And she had us literally come all the way out to the Hamptons to make her wedding cake for her. And it was just, it was one of those crazy experiences, like getting a cake on the plane, getting it to the Hamptons, getting it up and going at her wedding, which was like just the most beautiful wedding um, out on a beach. Um, in the Hamptons and, and Lilius White was there and like Laura Bell was there, like all these people that I just think are just so incredible at this wedding. And I got to like bring the cake from Vegas. Um, and I talk about that with her all the time. So I'm like, it's my favorite memory was being in the Hamptons, which I had never put into before and getting to celebrate with all these amazing Broadway girls. It's always girls, but I like Broadway girls. That's okay. How exciting. I love it. Well, hey, well, you know what? You're, a ta- you're on the right show if you want to talk about girls. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> how exciting. So, well, really quick, actually, now I'm just really curious. I wasn't, I just thought of this while you were talking. When, so when you do, like, for example, something like that, when you actually have to go all the way to the East Coast or you have to fi- actually physically travel or get on a plane, how much, like, how much of the cake is done before you go and how much do you do when you're there? Or, you know... How did, what does that process look like? And when you go, is it just you and Jared or do you bring some of your staff with you or? So it it, depending where we're going, if it's, if it's just going to LA, which we do a lot, we can usually have it pretty much built and we can get it there in one piece in the car. When we did the Hamptons wedding, I had two options because I was really worried that I wouldn't be able to bake on site. Obviously, like I wasn't going to use the venue's kitchen. Um, I'm sure they wouldn't have the insurance for that. So um, I booked a hotel that had a kitchen. And right okay. before we left, I said to Jared, I've just got a funny feeling we should have a backup plan. And I baked, it was a four tier wedding cake. I baked oh, yeah. the layers, like two layers per tier. I baked them and I left them in their cake pans and I fresh wrapped them for, for days. Okay. I mean, I don't mean for days. I mean, I wrapped it for days. Um, <laughs> and, uh, um, and I took it, I put it basically completely undecorated, not put together in my suitcase. And then I, I packed everything around, you know, like any, all the, um, decorations and decor that I needed all in this one suitcase and I took it out to the Hamptons and thank god I did because when I got there the kitchen was literally like a toaster oven and a kettle oh girl <laughs> yeah so I would have had like no way to bake this cake whatsoever so luckily I had this backup plan of a cake that I had baked you know the night before we left um and I was able to just get that out I pre-made all the frosting and put it in bags and everything. And then I just whipped the cake together and we took it to the beach. 
I love it. Don't you don't you love how he how he makes it just sound so simple? He's like, oh, and I just, you know, I whipped it together and just, you know, stacked it and it was great and it was the masterpiece. It was amazing. Done. No. <laughs> it's easy. Try it. <laughs> and it's easy. I mean, you, everyone should try it. Like, you're like, I don't, I don't understand what the big fuss is about. I taught myself how to do this. It's no big deal. <laughs> I'll make a how-to. <laughs> right. You need to do a tutorial. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, I, <laughs> I'm having so much fun. Um, okay, so we're going to go into, I always said, we have to do this. This is kind of our final segment here. I do this with all of my guests. And I okay. like to call this, this um, segment Girl Talk. So I'm okay. going to ask you a series of questions. Um, just give me one or two word answers. Don't overthink it. It's really, you know, no pressure. Just um, first thing that comes to mind, Okay. So, hey, girl, tell me, do you have, like, a flavor, a favorite flavor combination when you're baking? Yes, the West End. It's my Earl Grey tea with blueberry frosting. Ooh, yes. All right. Um, hey, girl, tell me, do you have, uh, so is there a favorite type of decoration, like, you know, glitter or I don't know what, or, fa- or specific uh, font, something that you make out of fondant? I don't know all the, the great baking terminology but what what do you like to de- what is your favorite dec- decor item on top of uh, one of your masterpieces um it's a brand called bakery bling and it's like sparkly edible glitter Ooh, yes well you know me and glitter honey i, lo- I love yeah. <laughs> glitter <laughs> uh hey girl tell me do you have a favorite quote favorite quote i mean i tend to just say that's you rachel to everyone that's the line from friends um, <laughs> um and then, I mean, I'm thinking I more inspirational. Some, like I'm thinking what was something that drives um, you. <laughs> I do actually, and it kind of goes back to like when we first opened the shop. I, I never, you know, people say like, were you worried that it was going to fail? And I just said I, I didn't. Um, and they said, what was your backup plan? And I said I never had a backup plan. And I kind of, you know, as a quote, it's like, don't have a backup plan and you can't fall backwards. I love that. Oh, I love that. That's great. All right. Great. Well, hey, girl. I think I have to credit. Oh, go ahead. So I was going to, I think I have to credit Laura Bell with that one though. Cause I'm pretty sure she said that, that exact expression. Okay. Yeah. But, I love that. Anyway. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to write that down because I think I need that. I need that in my life right now. So I like that. It is, <laughs> yeah. I think we all need it. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so, Hey girl, tell me, do you have a favorite song right now? Favorite song? Yes, Ben Platt's "Rain." Ah, oh, love it, love him, love him, love him. Have you mm-hmm. have you gotten have you gotten to work with him before or meet with him? I've met him. Yes, I met him at Dear Evan Hansen. And is he as lovely as we want him to be? He was super sweet. Yeah, I mean, I didn't get to talk to him very much, um, but he was super sweet to everybody. I love it. I love it. Um, oh, hey, girl, do you have? Okay, so tell me this. This, this is just more fun and kitschy. Do you have? A, what's your biggest turn on in someone else? Um, I think. Uh, making me laugh yeah sense of humor absolutely um i think that's why me and jared are like sense of humor you know we work together all day every day we live together like i think the fact that he makes me laugh so much is what you know really helps i love that no and i'll agree i'll agree with that that's probably one of my one of my top as well qualities as well that would attract me to somebody um okay so then what's what's your biggest turn off um biggest turn off Oh, I feel like I should just, that should roll off my tongue. Um, <laughs> You're like, probably, I apparently like everything. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I hate when people are rude, especially yes. like, like if it was a first situation, it's like rude to a server or mm. stuff like that. Like it kind of really. No, I, you know, I love it. I love yours. Actually, those are, those are really great. 
So tell people, um, tell people, uh, you know, how they can get in touch with you um, or how they can follow what's going on. Um, give us just a quick, you know, and I'll, I'll post it as well in the description of the episode, but just how can people get in touch with you uh, to follow what's going on with you guys or to order cake? Okay, so the best way to get a hold of us is um, by email. Um, that is very simple, showboybakeshop at yahoo.com. And then um, we are on social media as well, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at showboybakeshop. And our Instagram page is, you know, a little more, I, I do that a little more often than the others. So check us out there. Yes. All right. Well, I mean, I'm actually, you know, I, I, I'm so grateful that we had this time together today, but I am a little, I'm a little bummed that we couldn't do it in person because I was hoping I could taste something at the, <laughs> I know I was, I am, um, I, I said that for these zoom meetings, they really need to um, have like a, an extra feature, like the, like a smell feature or a taste feature. <laughs> oh, cause you like, want to tease us even more? Like you want to, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, if, as long as we're wishing, why don't you just wish for a taste feature? What the Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love it. And you did, you actually did, I don't know if you remember, you did make me a really, really stunning and opulent, wonderful, like three or four tiered cake when I moved to New York. Uh, it was gorgeous. I, and I, and it of course tasted amazing as well, but I, I have pictures awesome. of it. I love it. I, it was amazing. Yeah. And I think it was, it, well, that was a surprise party for me. So I didn't know anything about it. And, um, Always the best. yeah. And I think, I think, um, I think it made it even that much more special that, you know, when I went on top of everything and then when the cake came out and then when I knew that it was that you guys made it, I was like, that made everything even that much more special. It was the, it was the figurative and literal icing on the cake. No. Exactly. And that's how you send someone off to New York. <laughs> All right. Great. Well, thank you so much. It's been, it's been so much fun uh, getting to talk to you today and Showboy Bake Shop here in Las Vegas. You can reach them online um, or via email social media platforms are on all of them check them out you won't be disappointed i hope you guys have a really great weekend see you later steven thank you for having me all right bye, bye. bye.